welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 24 of the Go For Two podcast. I am your buddy, your friend, your pal, your host, Mr. Jackson. And I got my compatriot, although he might be a tad bit sad today, a tad bit depressed. He's actually taking it quite well. Lucas, how you doing despite the Titans loss? I mean, you know, we did... I would argue that we're the... you know we're the third best team in the league this year, so I don't, I don't know. I would I would also I back up sad, that argument, but you know, yeah, you're better than the Packers. I think so. Better than Matt Lefleur, and that Obviously. really that's really what matters. Okay, you sent him home. Okay, he's eating his baguette. All right, that's right. Having a little uh, ain't nothing. That's right. Ain't nothing. We ain't worried about him. That's right. So. <clears throat> What's going on today, Mr. I Lucas? believe we have some comments <clears throat> oh. on the tube of the U. I think we do have some comments. Our, from our amazing uh, frequent viewer, Mr. Casey. He's the only one that watches us. We're doing this for one viewer every week. We do this for you, Casey. Doing it for you, man. It's all for and you. Our, and ourselves for our own self-enjoyment. You know, it's yeah. almost like we don't have lives or something, but we do. You know, we do. We have stuff going on. All right, we, but this is this is a fun time. It's a fun time. We enjoy it. <clears throat> All right, so here we go. Got some comments here from Mr. Casey. Uh, he says, says, "All right, Jackson, from a Hall of Fame quarterback great Steve Young once said, if you want a successful quarterback to learn to be a pocket passer in the NFL, that's the quarterback's job." Okay. Then he also says this college this college running quarterback running back will never work. Too many injuries and concussions will happen. Look at Cam. Look at Vic. Yeah, they were good, but never got to anything that was great. Lamar Jackson will die off unless he learns to pass the ball. I agree. Because but I Vic think was the, great. Titan, the Titans game is a prime example. Like what what did the Titans do against the Ravens? Like we shut down the run and made him throw the ball. That was our objective. Mahomes literally passed on us, ran on us. He did it all. Although I will say he didn't like necessarily put up just crazy, insane stats. But the, it was a quick game. So it was a very quick game. It was a very quick game. Uh, moving on, I'll just want my one comment is Lamar Jackson is definitely a top ten quarterback. Just throwing that out there. Moving on, uh, he says. Um, uh, at these NFC and NFC championship games, it's up in the air for me. I'd like to see the Titans go because it's been 20 years since they've been to the Super Bowl. So I got to give them some credit. Um, to the other teams, I'm just simply not a fan. I'm going Titans all the way. And he also says, Sorry, oh, yes, bud. one more thing. Bank Fishing will be doing a 2020 Bass, Bassmasters Fantasy Fishing. I didn't know Ooh. that existed. Uh, he says, oh, baby, KVD, the Tom Brady of fishing. I hope he will win his fifth world championship Bassmaster Classic. Let's get pumped about fishing, boys. Hey. Yes. There you go, man. I mean, I i didn't even know that fantasy fishing KVD was a legend. thing. That's all you need to know. That's a, the only thing you need to know, Jackson, is KVD. The only, the only KVD I know was as uh All you need to know is KVD. Don't, don't think about any other ones. That's all you need to know. What does that stand for? Don't worry about it. It's a guy's name. It's his initials. Okay, cool. Well, I, I figured that much, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. You know what? I'm assuming that Matt Lefley... Lefley... Figured his team would stand a chance this weekend, but they did not. 
All right. No. Did you watch that game by any chance? I watched like the first half, and mm-hmm. then it was a blowout, <laughs> game was and ugly. I stopped. Ugly. I'll this be man, honest. Jimmy I didn't watch G the whole thing through. Pass the ball like eight times or something stupid. Okay. So, anyways, I want to talk about the Packers some. I'm not going to sit here and just you know, talk about the game because sure. We it, all know what happened. It was an ugly game, okay. too. No one really wanted to watch it, and it was over after the first half. Right, but I want to I wanna ask you a question, <clears throat> Mr. Jackson. What you got laid on me? Is Aaron Rodgers and his window of opportunity to win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. slowly withering away? It is, is it gone? I don't know if it's gone, but it is slowly withering away. I mean, think about this. He was drafted in 2005. He got passed up by the 49ers, right? This was kind of his prime opportunity to get revenge against that team that didn't draft number one. They drafted Alex Smith. So 2005, we're coming up on, this is going to be his 15th year. 11th year starting because he sat four years behind Brett Favre, right? So he's in year 15, okay? He's not exact. And I still think he has quite a bit of talent, right? But I think... His window of, like, it's hard to say. He's probably got, what, four years? Five, is, is it fair to say he's got four or five years left to play, Lucas? I believe so. Four? Yes, yeah. four. Let's say four. Okay. So he's got four years left. Okay. Good what or is, bad. Good or bad, yeah. Now, I think the NFC North is going to get a bit tougher, right? Matt Stafford's going to be back in full force next year. We'll see what they do in the draft. I don't really, I don't really view them to kind of win the NFC North, but they're going to be back and they're going to be better. They're good. Yeah, so they might take a game off of Green Bay. Yeah, um, Chicago has to be better next year. Surely, hard to not be. They start to kind of team. find a little bit of a rhythm. And the Vikings, you know, they won the first. They won a playoff game, and Kirk it's Cousins. Nice. And yeah, that's right. So I mean, they've been playing well. I feel like his window of opportunity is closing. His career's got four years left. He doesn't have a whole whole lot of weapons. Um. Outside of Devontae Adams, he has a good running back now. They need some offensive line, I feel like, man. And they need to kind of sure up that that defensive front a little bit. But I think if he doesn't win one, then the next two years is over. So, I I don't think that the window necessarily has narrowed because of he himself. Sure. You know, like we we put the four year thing on it because we we think age will catch up on him, and he hasn't looked as amazing this year. Honestly, he hadn't looked that great. He yeah. didn't look that good in the game. He's the other past night. his prime. Yeah, he he didn't look that good. And there was a fumble that he could have jumped on, and he literally didn't try to do anything because he's Aaron Rodgers and he doesn't do that stuff. Say whatever you want, but he's still a top five quarterback. Absolutely, in my eyes, and I Absolutely. don't think. To get back to what I was saying, I don't believe the window is narrowed because of him. I think the window is narrowing because of the coach. Yeah. I I personally don't think Matt LaFleur is a coach that's going to take you to the Super Bowl. He took you to the NFC Championship. We don't know what goes on in those rooms, you know? Yeah. So we don't know if that was him, if that was Rodgers, if it was the defense, if it was the run game. Like, we don't, we don't, we, you know, we don't know what it really was that got him there. But yeah. <clears throat> that also allows us to form our own opinions. And I believe that this, this coach team only take you so all far. year really felt worse than their record. Like I felt like they I felt like they just slithered through the year. 
you know. Like you like think it was, it was, you think it was really kind of an eleven and five year, but they got two, they they snuck two wins, to put them at thirteen and three. I mean, to me, they feel like a ten win team. A ten win, a ten team? or eleven win, yeah. Interesting. But like some stuff went their way. Some teams in their division weren't quite as good as we expected them to be. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Um, I mean that's fair. But like I just, I agree that it's not because of him. Like his his play has dropped off a bit. Right, sure, but, but like, I mean, is that because would, of him? Right, right. Is that like because he has of Devontae Adams and, and that's it? And is he that all, have Randall Cobb anymore? And is that also because of you know like he was playing at such a high like kind of like we talked about with Brady, he was playing at such a high level for such a long time. You notice yeah. a little bit of a drop off, and it seems dramatic. Well, I feel like I feel like Matt Lafleur has no like rhythm to his play. I'll give you that and stuff. I agree with you. It, it definitely like watching his games. It almost feels like not mechanical, but like sporadically with no feelings <laughs> yeah like it's, it's it's some play calls are kind of weird you know second and 20 and they run a halfback dive yeah like stuff like or, that just makes no sense yeah they, they do strange stuff um but it's not gone to go back to the initial question the it's window's not gone. not gone they got a lot of good pieces there right and they can build off of that and i think they'll be back in the playoffs next year but i do think Within the next two years, if they if he doesn't go back and win it, I think his his window's over because I think he's got so, four years left. So, question: What's up? Because we're 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 about to talk about the uh, not the Super Bowl that's next week, Lucas. We're gonna talk about the Pro Bowl a little bit here. Oh yeah, because yeah. obviously that's this weekend. We need to talk about it and stuff. And I want to know: Does Aaron Rodgers belong in the Pro Bowl? Yes. You think so? Absolutely. Even though he underperformed this year? He's a dude, he's a top five quarterback in the game. He has a tremendous arm. He took a, he took his team to the NFC championship game. Um you know, I, I I really feel like, you know, regardless of like his numbers were down or they weren't quite as impressive as, you know, two thousand eleven or two thousand thirteen Aaron Rodgers, that doesn't bother me at all. He's a top five quarterback, he belongs in the Pro Bowl. So we'll just have well, to... Well, he made it. He made it? Okay. Yeah, he, he, he did make it. Um, he mm-hmm. is number two in the NFC. Actually, correction, he's number three behind Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. That's fair. And it's Aaron Rodgers. And then it's Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, so here's what I, I really want to talk about, um, and then I'll get to like a small point. But like sure. the main thing, does the AF... Not the AFC. Does the Pro Bowl really matter? Does it no. really matter, Jackson? No. You don't think so? Te- why? No. Because, I mean, number one, the game doesn't mean anything. Number two, players, they just kind of, like, they goof off at the game. And I'm not saying they're not supposed to, right? It's a game that doesn't matter, right? So they're right. not going to play as hard. They're not going to be as physical, right? It's going to be an offensive scoring bonanza, Um it's meant to entertain. It's meant to have like, oh hey, we got our best, all the best players on one team. That's cool. But does it mean anything? No. Does it matter? No. I wish it did. I wish the Pro Bowl was like back when I was growing up. The Pro Bowl, like it seemed like it kind of meant something. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Like players played harder, and it was a fun time to watch. Now it's just like, right. oh, the Pro Bowl's on. Do I have it on in the background? Sure. So, 
So to me, it's a yes and no answer. All okay. right. So like, no, because like, do I personally care about it? Not that much. Right. I'm about to sneeze. Oh man, it's coming. No, I'm go. good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, sorry about that. Uh, but I feel like there are some fans that do care about it. There are some fans that don't. You know, the the fans are probably split on that. Sure. Um, but I think when it comes down to the players, I think it does matter to them. Number one, they're being recognized by their peers and the fans, right? Yeah. It's like they're all um, they're all star game. Right. It's a good experience. I think it helps when you have especially young players that can go to the Pro Bowl with some of these veteran players. I think it actually helps them. Mm-hmm. Gives them an idea of how other players are around the league that they haven't necessarily met yet. It's a great opportunity like to network. Exactly. I mean, in an age in the sports where we're at now where free agency is, players control their fate way more than they used to be able to. Right. And, now, I think... Yeah. It used to be in Hawaii. It's not anymore. I think it meant more when it was in Hawaii because it was a bigger deal. Yeah, and it was a like, huge. We're going to Hawaii. Yeah, and it was a huge deal for Hawaii too. They host the Pro Bowl and they got tons of tourism business off of it. Right. And um, yeah, but they've moved it closer. It's in Miami now, I believe. I think so yeah, is that correct? Which coincidentally um, is where the Super Bowl is this year. Also going to be the Super Bowl. Um. So you get there early. You hang out for a week. You watch the game. Hey, go spend two weeks. It'd be a good time. That's what I'm saying. Another reason I think the Pro Bowl does matter is because there's a lot of fan interaction at the Pro Bowl. I feel a lot you of people on that get one. to meet their star players there, you know. Yeah. And all the money, money for the city that hosts it, money for the NFL, money for the players. If you win, you get a bonus. You get more money. Like yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, that make that mean it makes sense. Like in terms of it matters. In the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter. Yeah, but does the game itself matter? No, <laughs> it's no. like the, the game do itself people has really, no. Do people yeah. like watch it in comparison to say an over playoff game? Absolutely not. But right. but it does have a lot of benefits and players. The most important one, I feel like players being recognized, you know, oh, this person's a seven time pro bowler. This person's a 10 time pro bowler. You, right. you, you add it to your resume for the Hall of Fame. And I feel like and that then, matters. I feel you. Um, any, any people maybe you think got snubbed from the, from the Pro Bowl? I think we talked about this previously, but just off the top of your head, just any Um, players you think. I think, isn't Cooper's going, isn't he? Amari Cooper, I believe so. I think he is. I think he, he originally got snubbed, but then he made it because of an alternate or something. Um, Dak kind of got snubbed. Evans, Evans got hurt, so he's making it. I feel like Dak got snubbed. Uh... I I would agree with you in a like over Kirk Cousins I feel like, but Russell I'm partly Wilson biased. And, yeah, well, it's only the top three that really make it though, right? Yeah, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. Like you said, Kirk Cousins, so that made me think. Oh, they added another one. You can have four now. Uh, he's they? like the he's like the fourth one. Like he's there to replace Aaron Rodgers in case of injury. Oh, gotcha. So he ain't gonna play. But right. Okay, I, feel I mean you. Zeke made it. Yeah, okay, that's cool. And we could have a couple offensive linemen make it. So uh, that's good. Um, I will say, my snub, the dad did not make it. And I know that that is because Taylor he missed Luan four didn't games. make it? Well, I don't think he's allowed to make it. Because oh, because of, of the, the suspension? Still, he played really uh, well. Suspension. But the dad belongs there, all right? 
He owns the Probo. <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill is getting to go, and Drell Casey is getting to go now because Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, which sucks. Because then, like, I feel like they're just going to be there, and they're like, the only reason I'm here is because we got beat. Right. It's not as special. They're they're still fresh off the loss. Yeah. Um, Sean Lee got snubbed. I feel he like really he had. A, I feel like I feel like he had a really good year coming in for Leighton Van Der Esch when Van Der Esch was hurt. And yeah, I'm gonna talk some about Sean Lee later. Yeah, Vander Esch, he had a hurt neck. But people, but people care about Vander Esch more. I feel like, like Van Der Esch Of course, they care more about Vander Esch. Vander Esch is better. But I felt like Sean Lee when he cut, when he came in and he played. I felt like he played a really good season. Uh, nah, I understand it. He didn't start the whole year, really. No, he didn't. So because when Vander Esch was able to play, Vander Esch played. Right, exactly. So I, I feel like that overshadowed his deal. Yeah. Um, I might be biased. You are definitely biased. Just a tad. Right? And and we're gonna get into we're gonna get into some more stuff here. And I'm hoping you're not biased about it. You need to have an open mind about who gets what awards in the NFL, Mr. Jackson. Oh yeah, I have my list. You it's have right your here. list. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So real quick, or not not real quick, but we're gonna go through all the awards that the NFL gives away every year. We're going to leave out some of them like FedEx, Aaron Ground Players of the Year and stuff like that because yeah. that's based on different stuff other than who was just the best. But we're going to do stuff such as the MVP, Coach of the Year, stuff like that. Yeah, so, and these are people uh, and, 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 and to this is my list, right? Because I yeah. made my list. I made my list. Okay, this isn't like the actual, okay, this isn't the actual awards. I don't think those are out yet. No, 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 no. They're not out yet. That's why we're doing this. They okay, come cool. out. Just the way you were explaining that had me kind of confused. Okay. Sorry, but, sorry. No, we're fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have my list. And I feel like it's, you know, I feel like it's a good list. And we have we have a good amount of awards here. It, we do. We do. That's why I wanted to do it. Because I feel like yeah. there's some good stuff, some good stuff to talk about here. So Let's do it. to start with, obviously the most important one, the MVP, the most valuable player in the NFL, Mr. Jackson. Correct. Out of all of them, go. It's got to be Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's unanimous. It has to be. He's you know, gonna win it. He had he like had a, I was I was feeling Russell Wilson early on in the year and stuff. Same, but it got to the point. I feel like everyone figured out like what are the what's Seattle doing? Well, they're running the ball and then they're letting Russell Wilson make hero plays. Yeah, and you just can't like you can't sustain that. He they, dude Doug uh, not Doug Baldwin he retired. Um, Tyler Lockett getting hurt towards the end of the year really kind of. That hurt him, and that hurt his chances too. Because early on, mm-hmm. in the, like the three quarters of the year, him and Tyler Lockett were in sync. You know, right? And Metcalf, good, good rookie wide receiver this year, top For three sure. rookie offensively, I believe. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And 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 Metcalf's gonna get only gonna get better, and. um We'll see if they add some more weapons for Seattle to play with. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I was picking Wilson first half of the year, but Lamar Jackson was just on a whole other level. Um, yeah, absolutely it was just, incredible year. Like, my thing, my thing with Lamar is that you had to completely play their game. Like, the Ravens forced you to play the Ravens game this year. Like, you weren't able to really play your own game. Uh, the Titans kind of got them into it just because of an early interception. Right. Like if that if that doesn't happen, the Ravens go up seven nothing and we're in Baltimore. We're in Baltimore land. We're in the bank. Uh, we, right? we laid out we laid out that exact situation, man. 
early right. early turnover and they're rusty and make them pay and mm-hmm. control the tempo. So the which next award, which is kind of a difficult one, because there's a lot of good coaches this year. You got two. I have two. So this one is the coach of the year. I will give mine first since Jackson has two. Okay, we'll make him. Ahead. He can be the big reveal. Um. So I picked Mike Tomlin. I felt like, I felt like you had. I had to pick Mike Tomlin because. I, don't show me your thing. Your ah, look, look. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to talk to the people. You're I know, me. but I just want to let oops, you know that he's oops, on there. oops. Huh? Anyways, sorry for for that interruption, that rude interruption <laughs> by Jackson today. Rude. It must be the haircut. He got a haircut, so he thinks he's something now. You, drink your drink and look. What are you looking at? Don't look away I'm, from the camera. I was looking at Ziva. She's looking look. I don't care. You're busy doing something right now. I'm sorry, guys. I can't, I can't do anything with it. Um. Anyways, had to pick Mike Tomlin. His team was garbage, and he did amazing stuff to keep the team good. That defense was stellar because of who? Mike Tomlin and the playmakers that he brought in. All right. The offense was doo doo. Put your hand down, Jackson. I'm talking. All right. You can speak. When I'm done, okay. Don't make that face at me. For anyone, for anyone that's listening right now, he's just trying to irritate me. I don't know why. He's just trying to be rude. All right. Anyway, Mike Tomlin, best coach of the year, and he definitely deserves it. No other coach does. Don't care what Jackson says. He's gonna say someone else, but that other guy doesn't deserve it over Mike Tomlin. You're allowed to speak. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. I uh, I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to address the audience. You're um, welcome. How are we doing out there, guys? Doing good? I hope so. All right. We love you all. Um, so I, I had two, Lucas, because I was torn, right? Number one, the one I actually think is going to win it and who's probably the most deserving is Kyle Shanahan. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you say that like that. With 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 those studs? Co- with Nick Bosa, with considering that where San Francisco He's not was, not even a defensive coach. Uh, excuse me, sir. I am talking. I have the. I need a talking stick. Okay. So whatever you have the talking stick, you can speak. And when I have the talking stick, I can speak. You're delusional. How does one pass a talking stick through a camera, Jackson? You know, like the Force in the Rise of Skywalker. We do this whole thing behind us All again. Right. You know. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, it'll be cool. All right, so uh, Kyle You're Shanahan, considering where the San Francisco 49ers were last year and where they are this year. Because their quarterback got hurt. And, yes, and Kyle Shanahan has put in a system that works for Jimmy Garoppolo and works for that team. It's a West Coast run-based run based offense. Did the 49ers that... almost make the playoffs last year without Jimmy G? Just asking for a friend? No. And without Nick Bosa? No. No? Did the Steelers almost make the playoffs this year with their third and fourth quarterback or whatever I, they were. I, once again, I'm still going over Kyle Shanahan. I know you're completely flabbergasted. All right, brother. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I, I think it makes I perfect think, sense. I Kyle Shanahan is going to win coach of the year. Um, take the 49ers back into the Super Bowl where they haven't been since the 90s. Got them an NFC championship game. Got them an NFC championship win. Um, implemented offense that works really well with Jimmy G. Jimmy G is more of a game manager. He is not a beat you. Listen, he is not a beat you over the top quarterback. So he needs to play in that West coast style system. Short dinky dunky throws. Allow you get the first downs, run the football. And he has George Kittle, which is quite useful. One second. I might have misheard you. 
Did you say the 49ers have not been in this situation since the 90s? They haven't. Well, I, excuse me. I misspoke because they won, they won the Super Bowl in 2012. You're correct. Okay. I forgot okay. about that one. All right. Wait, you remember that one? Oh, I remember watching that one. And they had that was the blackout. The lights went yeah. off. Ray Lewis going off into the sunset. It was beautiful. Immaculate, I thought, really. Oh, well, I mean, like, I don't necess- I don't think, you thing. know, we've been over the Kaepernick stuff, and I don't think he's that good now, but, like, when Kaepernick was their starter and they were good, they were good for there for a minute. But, you know, anyways, anyways, we're getting Taking them back to the promised land, my friend. Okay? Yeah, they, Ka- they don't need to be back. They've won enough. Share. <laughs> I feel they're, you, man. I feel you. There's, like, like, how many teams, teams are there? that have never won. I was just going like to ask, how many? have never been. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. We lost to Sam Darnold, so I can't say anything. Anyway, I was a so, yard short of a Super Bowl. Yeah. A yard, Jackson. Feels bad, man. We'll bring out the rip train. Okay, so anyway, I've made my case for Kyle Shanahan. My other one was Mike Tomlin. Um, I feel like he was going to uh, needs Makes more sense. recognition uh, just for all the points that you said, plus this one. I have immense amount of respect for that man considering Antonio Brown this year. And all of the stuff that he's been doing, and, and Le'Veon Bell the, sh- the year before, and the, sh- and the shenan- the yeah, right, 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 yeah, same year, and the sh- well, he didn't play last year, but year before, right, uh, all the shenanigans he had to put up with, and keeping the appearance that that locker room was steady, um, throughout his tenure, even with those players, wow, the I think most he kept the mess- locker room steady. That's what I'm saying. He but he he kept the locker room steady, but what he did, he also Considering what AB did this year and what Le'Veon Bell the year before kept all of that contained in the Steelers organization bubble. Oh, right? yeah. I not d- a, I whole, like not a whole lot of things leaked. Not a whole lot of things came out, and nobody was acting a fool. He kept that locker mm-hmm. room straight, and right. he gave it that appearance as well, which matters, I think, more. Perception matters more than what it actually right. well, is. Well, what the public eye views is what's going on is what everyone thinks is going on. You know, like like we thought Cleveland had a locker room problem, a culture problem. We thought we knew Cleveland uh, had a culture Dallas problem going into the had year. a problem. Well, they might not. It might just be one or two people that have a problem. You know, but yeah. those those select few ruin it for the rest of them. Oh, for sure. Baker Mayfield shooting thirteen commercials. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a problem with the commercials. Those things are hilarious. I love them. It's not the commercials' fault. All right. He has more commercials than he has wins. He won just as many playoff games this year as Lamar Jackson. True. <laughs> True. And Derrick Henry has more passing uh, touchdowns than Carson Wentz this year in the, in the playoffs. That's right. Isn't that crazy? It's been Amazing. some crazy facts. Actually. Anyway, so those are those are my two contestants for Coach of the Year, who I think is actually going to win at Kyle Shanahan. But I want Mike Tomlin, and I'm glad you brought his name up too. Uh, he deserves Coach of the Year recognition for sure. Yeah, you're you're delusional. Um, I'm assuming you won't be. Here I'm assuming since you're a fanboy. I bet you, you just hop 80... on hop on the wave of the whatever everyone else loves. Robot, guarantee never you, voicing your own I, opinion. I guarantee Kyle you, eighty five percent of the people listening to this podcast right now agree with me. You're absolutely delusional. Okay, offensive player of the year, go easy if you. Lamar Jackson. Okay, I was about to say, if you don't say Lamar Jackson, like... It has to be. I mean, you know, anyone that has be. listened to previous episodes of this pod like knows what I think about Lamar, but what he did this year was special. Agreed. 
offensive player of the year. Hence the MVP or not, the offensive player of the year. Sorry, excuse me, offensive player of the year. Um, defensive player of the year. You want me to go? I got two. So go yeah, go ahead. What you got? Stephon. I mean, how many you got? I just got one. You I got. Well, uh, you go first then. Oh, I got Stephon go. Gilmore. Yeah, I feel that. Absolutely yeah. shut down corner. Amari Cooper, best route runner of the game. We had zero <laughs> catches against him. Again, you know, I. What else do I need to say? He was um, not the reason the Patriots lost. So definitely not. Definitely not. The defense was not why they lost. Yeah. The lack of weapons for Tom Brady is why they lost. For um, sure. Anyways, my defense player of the year, I was split with Aaron Donald and Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. I feel like Gilmore definitely belonged there. And I know people don't really want Aaron Donald to win because he's won it like two years in a row. Pro Football Focus uh, gave him the award. Did they? Yeah. There's an article that came out today. Well, that's, that's good. I'm glad yeah. people – because – Number one, I think there is no one on a defensive line in the NFL that you have to worry about more than Aaron Donald. He can completely take over a game. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple games this year. I watched one game where he did. Like, he took over. Like, the defense was not doing that great. Right. And all of a sudden, it was like Aaron Donald was being triple teams, and it didn't matter. He was beating them. He's putting people on their back. He sure was. And I think he is just a... Uh, Especially from the defensive he's like a tackle position. Player at that spot. Oh like, yes, like he's in the middle. generational. Like he's putting pressure up the middle. This Absolutely. is different than an edge rusher. Like he doesn't just do a swim move and break off the edge. He has speed. speed and power. Exactly, he can do it all. Um, and you have to like, you have to double team him every single play. If you don't double team him, he will make you pay for it. Yeah, and you don't run towards Aaron Donald. You you don't. He affects so, your gameplay that much. You just don't. It's like you don't throw at <laughs> Stephon Gilmore. You just don't. It's, well, you, Titans did last year. Corey Davis against Stephon Gilmore. That was our yep. game plan. We went in. Uh, we won that game. But I don't think they were expecting that. We didn't throw it like that this time. Anyways, anyways, doesn't matter. Pass. Um, so, rookie of the year. Overall. Overall rookie of the year. Nick Bosa. Yep. That's what I. That's it's got to be Nick. It's got to be Nick Bosa. I mean, he so transformed that so, defensive line. Yeah. So we didn't talk about any of our picks before this. I literally no, just texted Jackson and told him what awards there were, and we're all picking our own. Fifteen minutes for the pod. You got it. You definitely have to go with Nick Bosa, and I think the reason you have to go with Nick Bosa is because you look at the most important thing to me for a defense is a pass rush. And Absolutely. so rare. Like, a solid pass rush, like he offers you, is so rare. It, ju- it just doesn't. Especially, like, that's J.J. Watt. Especially coming off, like, being like as a rookie. Like, he was in he was in my thought process as a, a defensive player of the year. He was in the conversation. Oh, definitely. He belonged up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if Aaron Donald was not a defensive tackle, you know, if. That maybe he could, but anyway, anyway, anyways, anyways, anyways. Nick Bosa changed the team. They're in the Super Bowl. He belongs there. Okay, you have a right? game plan for him as well. Anyone? Yeah, Got any problems? You come see me. He's um, spoiler alert. He's also my defensive rookie of the year. Mine too. But next up is the offensive rookie of the year. What you got? My offensive rookie of the year is A. J. Brown. What? 
great. AJ Brown, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. <clears throat> he com- I think he transformed that wide receiver core. He gave them a deep threat that they have not had for a long time. And I really like the mix of what they had with Humphreys. And they had Davis, kind of a possession guy. A.J. Brown can go over the top. You can bring him in in the Wildcat. You can give it to him on a jet sweep. You can have him return kicks. It does not matter. A.J. Brown, he'll go up and fight for it. He can jump out jump almost anybody. He has the speed. He didn't have Tyreek Hill speed, but he's got speed. Right. And so I think he just he added a whole nother element and a whole nother layer to the Titans offense to say, okay, yes, we can run Derrick Henry, but we're gonna make you pay for it if you try and stop it by going over the top to AJ Brown. Like he gave you that threat as to where maybe Corey Davis, who kinda can, but he can't do it as well as AJ can. And I feel like AJ's their number one now. So AJ was my number two. All Did right. you so you calmed out, didn't you? I mean, calm down. I thought you, yes, you, you, okay. You didn't go, I really thought for sure, for sure you were going to say, AJ Brown for sure, here's reasons A through Z, and then just lay it out on us. You, I bet you you anything, you went with Josh Jacobs, didn't you? I did, but first, if you would have, if you would have asked me, like, week 12 of the NFL season, I would have said AJ Brown. Okay. Okay. But this is what happened. We play the Saints. Number one lockdown, the, the number one lockdown corner started getting put on AJ Brown. Play the Saints. Yeah. He got shut out. Patriots shut him out. Chiefs. He was okay. He caught a couple balls. He he didn't change anything for us. He didn't make any big plays against a decently weak secondary for the Chiefs. I'm flabbergasted. The Ravens. Shut him out. Do you know until he had like two catches for like eight yards or something until we played the Chiefs in the playoffs? Yeah, everybody started putting the number one on him. Exactly. So all the number ones got put on him. He's our number one, but is he a number one? I think he is a good number two because I don't think he's fast enough to be the number one yet. But, but he's he your can num- fix that. But he's your number one. Right. But he's our number gotcha. one. He is. But I think he can improve. He's a rookie. He has a chance to become a number right. one in the NFL. But he is he's our number one. And for um, a while there, he was like, <clears throat> he was putting up insane numbers. I swear this guy yeah, caught we played, like, we played caught like the Colts. 50-yard touchdown Jaguars. catches in like three or four consecutive games. Yeah. like It was something absurd. Got, I think it also kind of came out that if you put your number one on him on press coverage, he won't beat you. That's that's kind of what started to happen. Now Josh Real Jacobs, he had a good season. I'm not saying he this had a bad season. This is why I picked Josh Jacobs. It's because when you looked at the Raiders, if you looked at their offense, probably even their defense, if you look at their whole team, what did they have? A run game. They had yeah, a rookie halfback no that had over a thousand yards. Yeah. And was in the running for you know NFL league rusher. He's up there. So. I think I think he deserves it just for that's all the team had. He's going to get it. Okay, the NFL is going to get it. They're going to give it to him. But I just slightly disappointed in you, Lucas. Slightly disappointed. I really thought that if anything, if if you had told me, all right, look at this list, name one thing that you know for sure Lucas is going to put. 
and I would have put AJ Brown as offensive rookie of the year. That you would have nah, said he, that. he lost. He lost my trust. He lost. He lost my rookie of the year trust. Is this a little bit of backlash from from Sunday? him being garbage since like week thirteen or something against the Saints? He'd been bad since then. He had one good game since that game. What? I feel like there's a little bit of resentment there. Just a little bit. Am I right? I mean, it's just. You just can't. Your wide receivers have to be open. <laughs> it's their job. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not you wrong. You know, like, like the Patriots game, I understand. The Ravens game, they're all playing press. They're playing like they got one safety, and he's sniffing of the linebackers' earwax. Marcus Peters is no, he's no scrub. Well, no, but he had like one catch. I guess Marcus Peters. If he's a, your number one, he has to catch more than one ball. You are correct. In man-to-man. He's supposed to, but I can understand it's because against Marcus Peters. You know who, you know who caught and the AJ big Brown's balls that game? And A.J. Brown's only a rookie. What? You know, you know who caught the big balls that game? Who was that? Corey Davis caught a touchdown in the end zone. That did not, it was not a like a big deal. Like, he didn't do anything to get open there. Because Derrick Henry had the ball. The tight ends. And, like, the fourth wide receiver. <laughs> or the six, okay. Yeah, they weren't paying attention to him. They who's your number? Who's your number three? T- who's your Who's your number three? Rookie offensive, whatever. My third. Yeah, mine's DK Metcalf. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. It's okay. I just, just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, so defensive rookie of the year, we already said Nick Bosa. Both Nick of Bosa. us, absolutely. Uh, the last one, comeback player of the year this is the one that you should have been like oh this is obvious it's obviously ryan Tannehill. what what other player in the league was a backup quarterback until week seven came into a two and four team but he didn't play them to that be quiet didn't play the whole year it's a comeback player of the year it's it's like yeah you come back after a year and then you play the whole year of the year no No, that's that's not play the year so you think he doesn't get it? Who'd you pick? Oh, I picked uh, Travis Frederick, center. I don't even know what center, center for, for the da- center for the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys? I will, and I will explain. Go ahead. You you, you have the floor. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Talk, You're delusional. Talk, talk about Ryan Tannehill. You're delusional. You're a homer. You're such a homer. All right, everyone. You're this talking about be... your quarterback, dude. Yes. Yes. Who did stuff this year? And I was talking that about is your amazing. wide receiver led the league since he came in he led the league in passer rating he had the same like relatively the same stats and sometimes better than patrick mahomes it's that same week led a two and four team to the afc championship almost made it to the super bowl which has never been done a two and four team has never made it to the super bowl that's crazy that's crazy one road game. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't have a good year. He had an amazing year. And the Titans are going to sign him for it. And he won over that locker room. And he's going to be their franchise quarterback for the next five years. But he's not com- he'll win comeback player of the year. You're delusional. He'll win. I promise you that's who's going to win. There's no other There's no other person to pick. Travis Frederick. Yes. He's a lineman. Yes. He was. They now, won't pick him. All right. Here's, here's the reason why they that, – that, Wait, 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 real quick, real quick question. This just came in my head. I'm sorry. Did Mm. Richard Sherman play last year? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Partially. Where did he tear his ACL? Yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to give you a reason why. For me, on my list, I put Travis Frederick. Is Travis Frederick going to, Is Travis Frederick, this is my one cowboy I put in my entire list. You didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> okay, and he could still be a comeback player you of the lost year. to the Eagles. He missed last year with an autoimmune disease. He got AIDS? He, what? No, he just had like, I don't know, some kind of... <laughs> Did he have AIDS? No, he had an auto, he had an autoimmune disease. Okay, and okay. missed the entire year year last year, and we really missed him. Our run game wasn't the same. Our pass game wasn't the same. We run game some, was better last year. We had some kind of random, um, and random guy in at center didn't do very well. He he fumbled like two or three snaps. Tragic Fred, Travis Frederick comes back in. We went from third best line in the league last year to number one rated this year, and Travis Frederick came back in. One and over. Yep. Travis Frederick is my comeback player of the year. When you when you miss an entire year with a disease and come back the next year and play incredibly good football, get voted to the Pro Bowl, and bring your line your uh, offensive line back to number one in the ratings. But everyone knew he was good. Everyone knew he would come back and be Everyone good. knew Eric Berry was good. Okay, Eric Berry was an all-pro safety, and then he got cancer, and he came back the next year and had an incredible year. He got cancer. <laughs> he had an autoimmune disease. Yeah, but, like, cancer destroys your body. Like, it yeah, destroys well, so, you. Do, do you know what a definition of an autoimmune disease is? It means your immune system can't fight off the infection. Uh-huh. So yes. you're just sick all the time. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. All right. Anyway, Travis Frederick can win it now. Look, that's all that's all the awards that we have, but I'm I'm adding a topic in. Jackson is a homer. He is such a homer. It is one Dallas Cowboy. For me to get on the it would be so easy for me to get on this podcast and talk about oh the the Titans are the best team out here. How about them Titans? They're the best team in the world, Mr. Jackson. They're going to win everything. Woo! I think all that right. was an actual all quote right. from episode seven. Okay. That's all. That's, that's all I would have to do. And it would be so easy. But no. We don't just talk about the Titans. We don't just talk about the Cowboys. So we are expected. We are supposed to have a viewpoint of the whole thing. And, and I do, and I did, Homer and I gave out an incredibly good list. And Travis Frederick should be in contestant for offense for comeback player of the year. Absolutely, regardless if he's a cowboy or not. If he was a Titan, I would have said the same thing. If he was a Saint, That's I would have said the same thing. Why you picked him is because he's a cowboy. No, I picked him because he is a contender for for comeback player of the year. Your rushing game was literally worse this year. It didn't have to be as good this year. Our passing game was phenomenal. But now we couldn't score touchdowns, but we led the league in passing yards. And, uh, and total yards per game. Look, look, I need I need a tally marker over here that I'm going to start keeping from now on. It's like blasphemous. Listen, blasphemy I had, thing. Today, as a recording, I had lunch with my okay. friend Daniel. Daniel, thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate you. I love you, man. Anyway, so I had lunch with him today. Okay. And, Did you talk and, about comeback player of the year? No, but we were just talking about in general about football stuff. And I guarantee you, guarantee you, he would rather say, actually, I think he would say Travis Frederick over Ryan Tannehill. Well, then he's a homer too, and he's no, delusional. No, he doesn't like the Cowboys. He hates them. Every, dude, I met, this, I met this guy in high school, right? Love the dude. Okay, he's incredible. Right? Best friend. But 
And <laughs> every time I would see him in the hall in the hallways of high school, he's like, "Hey, Jack." And I was like, <laughs> "He doesn't really talk like that." And he was like, "I was like, what's up, Danny?" He's like, "How about them cowgirls? They suck." Yeah, they do. Okay, so he's not a, so he's not he can't be a homer if he's not a cowboy fan. Well, that's fine. So your accusation he's was wrong. invalid. He's still wrong. I want to know what Mr. Casey thinks about this. I expect an answer immediately. As so, I'm, he's I don't no, have this man's cell phone gonna number. You're going to text him after this pod. You're going to text him. He's going to agree that Ryan Tannehill is the comeback player of the year. This man was traded to be a backup quarterback behind but he, literally Marcus Mario. But he Wait wasn't. And but he wasn't out last year. The Miami Dolphins, Jackson. Can we look at the definition of, of comeback player? He wasn't him. out last year. He didn't miss he a year. He you didn't think he miss doesn't qualify? Part. Yes, he doesn't qualify. He, he doesn't qualify. I agree. He, I say, yeah, that's what I said. He does. He didn't miss part of the year last year. He missed part of the year this year because he was benched. He was a backup quarterback. And now and he's go the to, starter. And you go to him in desperation. And he had, he had a wonderful year, and that's fantastic and great, but I don't think he qualifies. You're delusional. He's going to win. We'll He's see. actually going to win. Look, we're going to have to like, do you want to bet on this? I do. Ryan Tannehill will not win, not win comeback player of the year. You're bet. delusional. All right, I'm putting it down. Buy you lunch or something. So so the only reason you think he won't make it is because he doesn't no, qualify. I didn't say that. That's what it I sounded think, like you said. I think, number one, he doesn't qualify. And number two, I think there's other contestants that have a better case. You don't know another one other than your center. You Darren, didn't even think about Ryan Darren, Tannehill Darren until Waller, I said tight end Oakland Raiders. Why? Why is he? Why is he? Because he was out the previous year. I don't know. He had some kind of injury. Came back in and had a, cr- a tremendous year. Was the only offensive weapon other side of Josh Jacobs for the Oakland Raiders. He did have a good year. Perennially, did he go to the AFC Championship. No. Two and four, Jackson. Okay. Two and four. I'm not disputing he had a good year. I'm not disputing the Titans made a good move and picking him up as a backup quarterback. I'm saying he's not comeback player of the year. All right, it's down. Mr. Lucas. You're, oh God. And, and now this we got to really talk about the you. Titans next. All right, so. You're going to talk about your Titans? I've got it I've got it down. Yeah, it's it's time for hometown heroes. I don't Ooh, know what you're going segment. to talk about in your segment, Jackson, since your team didn't play this weekend. We but my not. team did play. And so I've labeled this as Lucas's dreams die short. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas's dreams die short. Uh, lay it on me, bro. Okay. All right. So, you know, I, I got to do my likes and dislikes. The last time I get to do this until forever from now. All right. But I'll start off with my likes. We made it to the AFC Championship, all right, which yeah. is more than 30 other teams can say because there's only you you know, two teams in the AFC Championship, and we were one of them. So you know what? We are, in theory, the third best team in the NFL this year, and that's awesome. And it hasn't happened in, since for like 17 years, and that's a big deal, Okay. I love how Jackson, every time I do my hometown hero section, Jackson just gets on his phone and just sits there and ignores me. Doesn't interact at all. Just no respect. I'm let, I'm no you respect talk, for anyone else. 
All right, none. What you terrible have human being? Look at his haircut. Jimmy G Smash could also have been comeback player. Punch him in the face. Uh, anyways, number two, like Ryan Tannehill played a good game. He did. Didn't yeah? You know, didn't turn the ball over. Made some good passes. Tried his best. Needs. I I, I don't know why Khalif Raymond was not on the field. This is the fast guy that's been taking the top off all year, and mm-hmm. he's just not on the field. Okay, so who's he got Makes to throw no it to? On third down, this man, all the wide receivers were looking upfield. They hadn't even cut, and he's being sacked. So, yeah. Anyways, last thing I liked, uh, no turnovers on the offense. Okay, no one mm-hmm. fumbled. No one threw an interception. Good times. Okay, on my dislikes, I have five dislikes. And number one, the defense was garbage. All right? You make the Kansas City Chiefs, however good they are, you make them punt like twice the whole game. They never kicked a single field goal. They just scored touchdowns the whole time. See, now Jackson's like making faces and stuff because he's trying to bother me on purpose. And this is what I have to deal with. All right? (laughs) I come in. I do all this work. I've been in class for three hours. I get out, I come in, I make up the stuff for this pod, I come in here, and this guy just gonna just gonna sit there and make faces at me. Entertainment for the YouTube squad. Terrible, terrible human being. Okay, that the is second true. thing I am like, a terrible human being. No pressure. No pressure on the quarterback. We didn't get none. Patrick Mahomes yeah, sitting back there making phone calls. He's texting his mother, like, hey, what are we having for dinner tonight after I win this game? Because it was bad. Okay? We need a pass rusher. Immediately, like Jadavion Clowney or Ooh, that would have been nice. Ndamukong Sue is he available? Anyway, he is. Yannick and Gawkway. There's someone. There's someone like that. There's some good people coming out. We need. <clears throat> the third thing I didn't like: bad tackling. Jackson, you watched that game? I did. That was bad. It was rough, especially the Mahomes run. The Mahomes run killed the game. Should not have happened. All right, someone someone dives at his feet, misses. Uh, Rashawn Evans tries to push him out of bounds, misses, and then we got uh, Tredavion Brock, I believe, from yeah. we picked him up off the waivers because Malcolm Butler's been hurt. <sighs> Another feels bad. Anyways, um, tries to strip the ball, then someone hits Mahomes, and Brock tries to strip the ball again, and he just falls into the end zone. Time is running out in this game. You have a chance to hold them to a field goal. 11 seconds left. And this that. man does a 27-yard touchdown run. Yeah. And, and it's not like he even did anything. Like, it's not like he just plowed through someone. Too. Probably. Okay, I don't it's know. It's on third down. But it's, but it's not like, it's not like he just stiff-armed someone and then, like, ran them over and juked or someone out of the Or destroyed somebody with their his speed. He ran up. He ran up the sideline. Yeah. Garbage. Anyways. Next thing, fourth thing, failure to adjust. Okay. Yeah. The Chiefs came out and they adjusted. The Titans did not adjust. Defense kept trying to do the same thing. So the Chiefs just scrambled, ran, short pass, scramble, run, run, short pass, short pass. All day. No adjustments. All day early. We're still rushing three and four people the whole game. Yeah, and you can't give somebody like Mahomes time. He will. Exactly. 
Now, did we keep Travis Kelsey below 100 yards? Yes. Tyreek Hill below 100 yards? Yes. Uh, Hardman below 100 yards? Yes. Uh-oh. The halfback has like 60 receiving yards and 40 passing or 40 rushing yards. This guy, Sammy Watkins, who, by the way, is on their team, has 100 and some yards, catches a 60-yard touchdown to burn your whole team. Okay. All right. Yeah, so it's whatever. So whatever. You know, we stopped the stars. But, hey, the Chiefs are so good, they have stars everywhere. Their whole their whole offense is literally amazing. It yeah, hurts. It's, it's disgusting. And you know what? I hope Bosa destroys them. Not because I don't like the Chiefs, week. because the Chiefs beat the Titans. I hope that happens. Last thing I didn't like, no turnovers on defense. We talked about it, Jackson. We had to block a punt or Just get a turnover on downs block a field or an or interception yeah. or a fumble. Or, yes, like something had to happen. And we also had to hold him to field goals, and we didn't do either one. Instead, we got held to field goals. One field goal. And more punts. So, I will now let you talk about Jack's hometown disappointments. <laughs> it really is Jack's hometown disappointments. Okay, so something interesting I wanted to do for hometown heroes this week. Obviously, we didn't play last week, nor have we played the week before. And we know Mike McCarthy. We know his staff. We know the people he's brought in. So, um, nothing really new to talk about that, but I kind of want to talk about since, you know, after this year, we need to talk about, uh, free agency. Cause that's going to be the next big thing. As soon as the Super Bowl is over, um, who's available and who can we resign and our cap situations. So I want to talk about free agency for the Cowboys and our cap situations. So we have a problem, Lucas. I counted 25 players on the Cowboys roster are up or free agents this year. 25. Nearly half. I think ours is 22. Yeah, it's bad. Bad times. It feels bad out here. Okay, so some notable players that are entering the free agent market. Um, Dak. Okay. Witten. Sean Lee. Joe Looney. He's one of our offensive guards. Wait. I thought Dak had another year left. No, this is his last year. We didn't re-sign him yet. So we're going to talk about what we're going to need to do with Dak. With Dak, yeah, this is his end of his rookie contract. So Dak, just go over again. Dak, Witten, Sean Lee, Joe Looney, Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb, Michael Bennett, the um, defensive end we got from New England, Robert Quinn, another amazing defensive end. Really, I thought helped us out. He led our team in sacks this year. Sean Lee, Byron Jones, and Jeff Heath, our good mm. safety. Um, Let's talk about our cap space. We have 82 million in cap space available for 2020. Okay. What you would say is a decent amount. However, when you got to pay people like Dak, right? When you want to pay people like Cooper and uh, Byron Jones, our best corner, right? And then you start talking about these other pieces that you want to keep. I think we'll be, we're going to try and keep Randall Cobb because Michael Carthy's going to want him. Right, he has a connection with him from Green Bay. Okay, Robert Quinn, I feel like we have to keep. He led our team in sacks. Um, Michael Bennett would be lovely if we could keep him as well. Joe Looney's a key part of our offensive line. Right, opposite Lyle Collins, he's on the right side. Um, so it's just, man. And then I'd like to keep Jeff Heath, but I'm not sure we're gonna be able. We're not gonna be able. These are just the notable players. This is not all the other players. I don't know how we're right. gonna be able to keep all of them. Um, so I've kind of, 
and this is just kind of the beginning of a strategy. And again, I, I, I I'm no uh, expert in, in, in um, player contracts or, you know, exactly how much this is going to hit the cap this year and next year restructuring anyway. But I think what we have to do, and I was talking about this with Daniel at lunch. I think we got a, he, I think we got a franchise attack. I think we got to tag him. Um, Obviously, we would like to get him re-signed, but here's the thing. And Daniel made a good point. He said, "Look, I think you got to fr- you got to franchise him because you have to test it out this year between him and Mike McCarthy. Does Mike cheaper McC- too? Yeah. Does Mike McCarthy really love Dak and want to keep him? Does he work in the system? Right? Does Dak have an excellent year, but Mike McCarthy is not working, and then he gives you a year to analyze the situation and decide, okay, which direction are we going to go?" Are we going to go with Dak? Or are we going to go with Mike McCarthy or both of them? Or, you know, how are we going to do this here? Um, so I thought like you made a really good point there. So I think we, we franchise Dak, right? So that's going to be around $14 million against the cap, about 14.5. That's going to let us re-sign Byron Jones and Cooper. Cooper's going to be asking for right around $15 million. I'm not sure about Byron Jones, but I bet he's every bit of 12 per year, right? Um, and then that maybe lets us keep a couple of the pieces like a – Randall Cobb and a Robert Quinn, uh, Witten, I, I anticipate him to go to retirement. Again, yeah, I, it, I it looked so. like that. I'm end, surprised it hasn't been announced. Same. I feel I really felt like at the end of the at the end of the game, um, our last game, week 17, he was giving everybody a, like a, a little bit of a longer hug than usual on the sideline. Looked like he was kind of saying goodbye to people. Um, so I fully expect him to retire. Um, and Blake Jarwin, other tight end, is going to have a bigger opportunity. Um, so we'll see what he can do. But anyway, so that's just kind of – I just kind of wanted to talk about that, um, our situation going in with our cap, our cap situation, our free agency situation, both of which look very dire. And I think, you know, maybe we can get Sean Lee if we get him on a veteran minimum, if he wants to take that or something. We're going to have to restructure some deals or tag Dak in order to make this work. Um, or we're going to lose some people. We're probably going to lose – Michael Bennett, we might lose Looney. Uh, we might, we're probably going to lose Jeff Heath. Um, we're definitely going to lose Witten. So, I don't know, man. I think we're going to need to. We're also going to need to uh, draft a safety. I feel like safety is one of our positions that <clears throat> we are. We just don't have a good one. <laughs> you know, we need right. a we need a fantastic one back there. So I think that's got to be our first round pick. Right. I got you. Anyway, we'll definitely, that's it for uh, me for hometown heroes. Yeah, for anyone wondering, we definitely will go more in depth with uh, probably won't go more in depth with like other teams. Obviously, we care about the Titans and the Cowboys, so that's probably who we'll talk about the most. But most, excuse me. Sure. But we'll definitely go more in depth, uh, especially when the draft comes around, and then when free agency becomes available and stuff like that. Yeah, and just I just want to chime in real quick. And so, guys, that you guys are listening, leave a comment, text me, or tweet at us on Twitter. Um, so me and Lucas, I go for two podcasts. Yeah. I go for two podcasts. Number two. Um, anyway, let us know kind of what you kind of want slash expect, um, for the off season. Um, because I feel like, you know, we're, we're approaching the end of season one of our podcast here, right? After the Super Bowl, we might do another episode right after it, uh, to recap everything. Um, but it looks like we'll, you know, we'll probably be taking a bit of a break. You know, but I think we're going to be doing a. Do you guys want us to keep up with the episodes and make this a, a continual, regular thing, and just maybe cover some of the XFL and 
um, uh, notable things that happen in news or what we think what we might do is take a bit of a break and then come back and have an episode for the draft, an episode about free agency, an episode about the combine, an episode when OTA start, you know, sprinkle in a few episodes here and there and we'll keep you guys updated when we go live with those episodes. But we're working on a couple things that we want to do for next season. And, you know, from February to August is a long time to go without a podcast and go without any type of love in the world from the NFL is <laughs> the, the time where we don't look forward to it at all. So anyway, just kind of give us some feedback. If there's, is there something you guys want to see? Is there a, a certain plan you guys would like us to follow? Because we're, we're trying to figure out exactly how we want to do this here since we are right. approaching the end of the year. Anyway, I just want to. And also, in. also, uh, just to let y'all know, we are planning to start streaming our episodes for season two, yeah. whenever that starts. Um, That'll probably start sometime, like, I think right now at the moment we're planning on starting season two with, like, free agency whenever we really go in-depth and talk about that. You know, season two is, yeah. you know, the 2020 regular season for football. Right. And I don't think it's ever too early to really talk about it, sure. especially especially when a lot of teams haven't been playing for a while. And so yeah. just let us know, like he said, any ideas you might have. If you like the idea of us streaming it live on Twitch. Have um, some interaction there. That way you can come and you can watch and you can ask us questions and stuff throughout it. And you can argue amongst yourselves the way me and Jackson argue with each other today. All the so, time. It's fun. <clears throat> we got a cu- little bit more to go. All right. You oh, know? yeah. And it's yeah, yeah, time yeah. for Take It or Leave It. All right. Oh, for anyone God, that doesn't know, this. this is Jackson's favorite segment. As you can see, his reaction of pure ecstasy just then. All right. <laughs> his favorite thing to talk about. For anyone that is new here, anyone that doesn't know what Take It or Leave It is, it's a segment we do every week. I ask Jackson about five things. I say, take it or leave it. He tells me his opinion. I give mine, which is also more valuable than his. And we have a good time with it. So, take it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. Let's get it. Tom Brady is leaving New England. Oh, I knew it. I knew you were going to ask me this question. I just... I Probably been it. asked before, but there's been some... It's been asked it. before. And here's the thing. I am torn on this one, Lucas. Because he cleaned out his suite... Right at uh, Gillette Stadium, house. but he only Sold moved to Connecticut. House. Moved to Connecticut, so it's like I want to say leave it only because, like, and it, I, this is there is no logical reason for this, right? No logical reason at all, because I think it makes perfect sense for him to want to go and prove to the world that he can do it without Belichick. That makes sense to me for Tom Brady as a person, as a player. It completely makes sense because he's cleaned out his suite. He sold his house, right? He is ready to go somewhere where he can prove it to himself. I can't picture him. It's like picturing Kobe Bryant in a jersey other than a Los Angeles Lakers jersey. Like Derek Jeter with anybody but the Yankees. Well, Pitch- like like when you picture Peyton Manning, what do you see? The Colts. A uniform. Colts jersey. Yeah. But he won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. He sure did. Right? He sure did. And so it's just, it's picturing Brady and anything other than that blue, red, and white jersey of the Patriots is is absolutely mind-blowing to me. But, but, and I'll give my overall theme here. I think take it. I think he's out of New England. I think he's going to go somewhere else. I think he's going to want to prove to himself and to Bill Belichick and the rest of the world that he can do it without the greatest coach of all time. With the Tennessee Titans. Boom. 
Is that is that your take? He's going to go to Tennessee. I don't know. Stephen uh, A. Smith was making that argument, so I thought you might. I do. I do think Brady's going to leave. Um, that's just me. I think you so know. too. I think he is at the very least. He's going to test the waters. He's going to see what other teams are going to offer him. What other teams might want him. And if the AFC Championship team, the Tennessee Titans want him over Ryan Tannehill, then I will trust their judgment. I have 100% faith in Mike Rabel and John Robinson, who is the GM of the Titans. And if they think it's better to bring Brady in for two years, three years, whatever, whatever it is he's wanting, mm-hmm. do it. All right? If that, Ryan Tannehill... Can I ask you, can I ask you a quick question? Ahead. Yes. Is that a downgrade? From Tannehill and what and God, what he did this year. You just first take out here, Jackson. But I'm asking you the question: Is it a downgrade? No, it's not a downgrade. Okay. No, because here's the thing: What did the Patriots ask Tom Brady to do this year? Offensively wise, not overall game wise, because the defense was asked to win them games. But Tom Brady was asked to score all their points. Yeah. They didn't have a run game. They didn't. You know? And like last year, and they just had a run game picked up, and this year their run game was non-existent, and they just had Edelman. So, the reason I say that is because I think Tom Brady can come into the Titans' offense. Go ahead, Jackson. Okay, thank you. Um, is Delaney Walker going to be healthy next year? I think we're going to cut him. Brady needs a tight end. Brady's Johnny a good Smith. tight end. Johnny Smith played really good this year. Okay. So did our other tight ends. Fair enough. I'm just he saying. Played pretty good. Like that. That well, I just, he really excels with a good tight end. Well, the problem is that Delaney Walker is a pretty big cap hit. Uh, so I think we're going to cut him. Probably cut Deion Lewis. And consider cutting Cameron Wake, depending on how healthy he's going to be next year. Deion Lewis makes sense to me. Deion Lewis definitely does. Uh, Delaney Walker hasn't a, been available two years in a SC, row. Yeah, you could draft an SEC halfback and get just as much production from him as Deion Lewis. Exactly. Like that halfback from Clemson, not Clemson. He's not going to fall to us. The halfback from LSU, if he was to, I don't know if he's even going into the draft. I haven't even looked. I'm not sure if he's declared. That would be fell, awesome. Yeah. Would love him. Anyways. Um. So, yeah. So, like, I think can Brady come in? And run the play action, hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Yeah, I I think so. You know, yeah. and I think he brings, um, he brings a level of knowledge to the game that I don't believe Tannehill has. Although it showed the offense picked way up when Tannehill got there, not just because of his quarterback play, but also because of his smarts, his yeah. football, uh, the way he went about all of this stuff. You know, but you can't say Tom Brady isn't going to be better than that in terms of in that department. Oh, Tom Brady, I think right now he's definitely top three in the NFL for IQ, like football you, IQ you, right now. Yeah, and you want to talk about a leader? Yeah. Like, but I want thing, someone to whip these bodies. did Tannehill just went over that locker room? Isn't that going to be – are the players going to I be – I mean – But the thing is, I it's mean, Tom like Brady. For the year. Like, for I think the if year was, he did. I think if it was anybody else, right, like – Say it's you, Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill. No one. Yeah, 
Exactly. Because I don't if you, want anyone if, else. Yeah. If you bring in anybody else other than the goat, then it's going to be like, come on, man. Like, Tannehill's our guy. But because it's well, the goat. also might go somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Might, might be offered more money to go to Chicago or something. I think that's hard for Maybe him. I think, he, I think he really fits the system. I think he has won over that locker room. I feel like he has had a resurgence in his NFL career. I think it's going to be really hard. Comeback player of the year. Other than the GOAT coming in for him to be not the starter for the Titans for the next at least three years. So next one. Unless Tua drops two or something. I also think if you're thinking about developing the next quarterback, if you just want like a stopgap quarterback and you're thinking about developing the next one, Brady kind of feels better. Yeah. You know, like when he knows his end is coming, does Tannehill know his end is coming? Does he really want to help some new guy come in next year probably? Right. And let him sit behind him for a year or two and train him up? Probably not. Yeah, it just and it just depends who's there, but the quarterback draft class over the next two years is incredible. Yeah, we're not getting anyone this year. We won't we won't draft a quarterback, I don't think. Daniel's Unless saying, we might we might draft a backup super late. Right, yeah. Like Daniel was saying they might um the Chargers uh might he could see a situation where they move up and grab Jalen Hurts. Cause he might be there by the there. time they get there. Hmm? Yeah, he might. He might. Tua might fall to because Justin Herbert's going to be know gone. How far Tua's going to fall? Right. In the mock, a mock draft I saw, I saw Tua going five to the Dolphins. Still, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame them. They just grab him because they have Fitzpatrick and just let, I hate let him rest here. I hate that That's for Tua. Where you go to well. die. Um. Anyways, next up, take it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. Yes, sir. The new age NFL. You know the new version sling the ball all over the place. You know, people can say that Lamar Jackson and that is the future of the NFL. I disagree. So just know that in this question, I'm talking about basically Patrick Mahomes. You run around the field, you throw for 400 yards a game. That kind of style? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so the new age NFL is why the Tennessee Titans succeeded this year. That's why we made it as far as we did. Leave it. I, I can go first if you want me to. No, you want to hear why I... I think so. I okay. Take it. Here's what I'm going to say: leave it because Tannehill's not a new age quarterback where he's going to run it around and sling it for 400 yards. The Titans won this year because of Derrick Henry running the football, going up over the top with AJ Brown and Corey Davis, playing good defense. That's how they won this year. They didn't win because of a new age, which is old school NFL. Yeah. So I'm saying the NFL going new age, smaller, faster, yeah. more air attack, played into the Titans' strengths, running the football oh, down your throat. Oh, you're saying it like that. You're saying, I thought yeah, you were saying we're, like, I'm saying that because, we're the Titans did, because the Titans did this and followed the new age is why they were successful. I'm I was saying the say, physicality and no, stuff that we they did it. they did the complete opposite. Like okay, I see what stuff. you're saying. You get what I'm saying. I got you. I'm picking up what you're throwing down now. You take it now? Yeah, because they, they pounded the football, played good defense, and went over the top of the play action. That's about as basic as it gets, and it worked. That's that's what I think. Like, I think you have to take it because it's – But that's know, not to say – Go ahead. That's not to say that teams can't win by doing that, though. Or, like, by be what, successful. Doing, doing the new age stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, but like – I'll tell you what, though. 
and this is just a little sneak peek preview because I'm going on a tangent, and this is what I do, especially take it or leave it as you rub your eyes. The San Francisco 49ers are going to prove immensely, oh, cool. dif- immensely difficult to beat in next week's Super Bowl because of that. Run the football, play action, play West Coast, play defense. That's it's it. it's literally the the oldest. It's the it's oldest the old versus the new style win. of who's and we're gonna see who's gonna win. And I'm not gonna give my pick yet, but it's gonna how, be a how good the game. Patriots won so many Super Bowls. They've played defense and ran the football in it's the playoffs. The, it's what you do in the playoffs when it gets cold. Exactly. Um, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, Carson Wentz throwing the ball 60 times a game is good. Wrong. Um, anyways, uh, take it or leave it. Jimmy G is elite. Leave it. Jimmy okay. G's not elite. Me and Daniel, okay, me and Daniel had a long conversation. You say he's amazing. Me and Daniel you had a long conversation, and we went through, we literally went through top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. And he said, and he was counting down for him. He's like, all right, Jimmy G. And I said, heck no. He used a different no. term. But no. I said, I said, absolutely not. Exactly. He, he didn't okay let me rephrase that he didn't say that jimmy g was he was going down a list of quarterbacks he's like okay now what do you think about jimmy g that's basically how it was and i told him absolutely not it's like no and if you're not in the top 10 you're definitely not elite elite is five and up great I like is that. five from 10 good is 10 to 15 10 to 20 you're good average is below that's how I think about it. And if you're in the bottom two, you're going to get replaced next year. You should be. That's just so like, how I think about it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not elite. What what do the 49ers need? Like, I think... Oh, he, he also like, made this Like, I almost... I want to compare Ryan Tannehill to Jimmy G, but I really think Ryan Tannehill's better. Agreed. Okay. What were you going to say? <laughs> in our conversation we were talking about he's like now imagine Aaron Rodgers with San Francisco or imagine Ryan Tannehill even with San Francisco if if San Francisco had a Ryan Tannehill I easily picked them over Kansas City oh yeah easily because then they or he or you know a Peyton Manning right in his prime Peyton Manning with San Francisco Manuel Sanders there's your Marvin Harrison. George Kittle, there's your Dallas Clark. Well, if, if the Titans if the Titans had even an an edge rusher, or if they had a, a rushing blah, if they had a pass rush that the 49ers have, I think they win and they're in the Super Bowl. You have Nick Bosa, you're in the Super Bowl. Maybe. Yeah. They have to double team they have to double team him and the rest of your defensive line is elite. Or it's not elite, but it's really it's great. We got Harold Landry, who had like ten sacks this year or something. I think or it's eight. a good it's a good defense, right? Darrell Casey. You add Nick Bosa to the Tennessee Titans defensive line, and he gets way more pressure on Mahomes, and you're in the Super Bowl. He doesn't miss that tackle on the sideline. That lets no, Mahomes. He's already score. got him in the backfield. Correct. I like the way you think. Tannehill with the Niners, <clears throat> dub. Uh, so number four. We talked a lot about Tannehill. This he's here again. Uh, Tannehill is just the second coming of Case Keenum with the Vikings. To put this to remind you of what's going on, 
you remember the Vikings made it to the NFC Championship with Case Keenum as their quarterback like two years ago or or three, like in that area, you know? Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. And he's been traded all over the place. He was with the Rams at one point. He was with the Broncos. He was with the Vikings. He was with the Redskins. Like, yeah, he was their backup he, too. And he's done well. He like, early. I really far. felt like he he did good for the Vikings. And he was also, I, I think he was he started with the Texans and then he went to the Vikings or something. But he he played very well, and I wasn't exactly sure why the Vikings. Well, they why the they paid more money for Kirk Cousins when. Keenum was just as good at the time. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm waving my hands in astonishment too, Lucas. But so you're you're leaving it. Yeah. I yeah, I, I also like want to leave it. Tannehill's way better than Keenum. I also want to leave it. It's scary though to think that that's what happened with them. You know. Yeah. Like it's it's scary to think that. But, you know, the Titans also don't have Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen and Kyle Rudolph. True. So, um, last one, Jackson. My favorite one. Ooh, lay it on me. Learn me something. Mr. Casey knows way more about football than you do. Leave it. I'm taking it. Absolutely leave it. I'm taking it. Casey is, and I love Casey, but he's the nothing, old Jackson, school adage. He's like, running backs can't play quarterback, and I done told you so. Like, you know, like, and I love Casey. I really do. Casey, I know you're listening, man. I love you, bro. But look, no, you don't know more about football than me. That's just a fact. I'm also better at Madden. You know, I don't, I, I closed the binder up. I'm taking it just because, you know, me and Casey. You are eventually going to blossom into a brilliant friendship of picking you and on Casey you. Casey agree about a lot of things. Anyways, that is true. <clears throat> so on to the recap of our games from last week. All right, Jackson's already won, so I didn't keep up with the records or whatever. But I went two and zero. You went zero and two. The Packers defeated the Forty ers and the Titans. Oh, wait, wait, give, wait. <laughs> doesn't that give me to eighty? Doesn't that give me to eighty wins? I, I don't know. I'm not counting. Uh, the 49ers week, so. defeated the Packers, excuse me, and the Chiefs defeated the Titans. Last week, here, I'll add this week. up. All right, Jackson is 80 and 53, and I'm 70 and 63. You got 10 wins on me, bro. Congratulations. All right, you win. Show enough do. Yeah, well, my team played three more weeks than your team did. That is true. Anyways, we also have more... Uh, Pro Bowl players, I believe. I actually don't know. Probably you don't. probably do. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do. We had four. Um. Anyways, the Titans have Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, our punter, Jarrell Casey. I guess, I think yeah. we got four. Anyways, last thing like we got to do, we got to do our pick for the game this week. Oh, let's do it. AFC or NFC winning the Pro Bowl? <sighs> oh gosh. NFC course i knew it you're such a homer oh because my team happens to play in that conference i'm a homer doesn't have anything yeah. to do with the other 15 teams in the conference well when i picked the afc homer <laughs> look at your face look at your face y'all need to watch us on youtube man this is hilarious um anyway so i picked this is why i picked the afc okay better running backs and 
False. What do you mean false? Who's who's the running backs for the AFC? Let me guess. Derrick Henry. That's all you need to know. Okay, Derrick Henry is nasty, but the he's lead, not lead better. Rusher. He's not better than Dalvin Cook, Zeke, and Kamara. Well, like Kamara's he by himself. Play. Hmm. I don't even think Kamara's going to play. It's like Chris McCaffrey's in there, right? Oh, Chris McCaffrey. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. No. What you got, Nick Chubb over there? Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I number mean, one and number two I leading mean, the league in rushing. I mean, he's decent. Decent. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you say, bud. Whatever. You know. Look, look. We also got Lamar Jackson. All right, I got the MVP on my side. Yeah. What have you got? Aaron Rodgers, that bad man. Discount double check. We just talked about him being not ever winning the Super Bowl again. No, we you talked about how his his window is not closing at all. I made the argument that he has two more years. Look, Drew Brees, all time leading touchdown scorer, all time passing yards leader, all time completion percentage leader. I can go on and on. Ryan Tannehill, better stats than all of those quarterbacks since he came into the league. Little Ryan Tannehill's a pup. All right, he doesn't belong in the same sentence as Drew Brees. I mean, that's fine. You know, get him if up you're out cool of here. with losing in the wild card. You know, Ryan Hannah has a freaking <laughs> ring. He can come back and talk to me. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah, I I went with AFC because I like I like the running Homer. and I like the receiving better. Honestly. Yeah, you like you like Derrick Henry. I feel you. I like I said I, the receiving too. DeAndre Hopkins, the bad man. He is a bad man. He's nasty. I would definitely pick the AFC if the Chiefs weren't in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good times, though. you, man. Man, that was a good episode. My my binder is closed, good sir. It is closed, man. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for watching slash listening. Listening. I can't talk. But thank you so much for uh, listening to the pod. Uh, you can be. This is a reminder. You can find us where all podcasts get heard: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and etc. You can also find us on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash Gopher Two Podcast or on Twitter at Twitter.com/slash Gopher Two Podcast. Remember that is the number two. Um, be sure to leave some comments down below. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Answer to the questions about your thoughts about us streaming the podcast. It's definitely something I think we're going to do. Um, and just kind of how we should navigate the off season. You know, just a couple special episodes or keep this thing going for the full year. Um, Anyway, so just give us your thoughts and feedback, and we appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week, and we love you, bye. Love you, bye.